0: We'll 721, left intercept
1: the final (laughs) barrier, (laughs) 222.
2: Hey everybody, RC Alienation version 2.0. I am Dan. This is episode 150.
3: Justin's here. I am. Jesse's here. What's going on, guys? No, Nick. Nick. No, Nick. Ah. Dun dun dun.
2: (sighs) I don't know. I uh, got some bad news. I actually, what I did is I stuffed his body in a dumpster on the way back. Mm Merchup.
1: Someone found it already? I don't know. it was out in the middle of Montana somewhere, wasn't it? Yeah, and, so no one found Oh, me. so there shouldn't have been no, no, one. no one. We really. made it about 1,800 <laughs> miles back towards home, and, and then couldn't, take, it couldn't take him anymore. Could, <laughs> had to cut it.
2: That watch. was it. Had to cut a bitch. Had to cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, this week, I'll go ahead and start. It's pretty uneventful. I actually did get some flying in, post-ERCHA oh.
3: flying. Holy cow.
2: Um. But I gotta tell you guys, I am freaking exhausted. Still, I am not caught up from the craziness of Urcha. That trip,
3: mm-hmm. it's. Been, I hear you, dude.
2: I um. So okay, so the first of all, the show that we did at Urcha, I tried to do most of the editing on the way back, as you guys know, mm-hmm. using Jesse's computer. It was the file was fine. I listened to the whole thing and um but i didn't have some crucial spots that we needed so i had to wait till i got home we transferred to an to an sd card or yeah that's how we did it isn't it, Jess? we transferred yeah, yeah, to we an, SD threw it card on an sd card and then threw it on my computer and so I, i'm all you know i'm working with ken to get some of these spots done and i go to throw the show together uh tuesday no was it anyway tuesday or wednesday can't remember it's kind of like a blur,
0: <laughs>
2: and um, th- it's stuck in this continual loop. It's like all I hear is Justin saying so- I can't remember what you were saying, but something about your speed run, like like a three second clip over and <laughs> over and over <laughs> for an hour and a half.
1: Dan's worst nightmare
2: was like, oh, I can't take it anymore.
1: Listening to me say the same oh, thing uh... for an hour and a half.
2: So I, I tried to I tried to like manipulate the file you know i tried to like what is going on i uh never did and so i got i was like oh god please jesse still have it and he did and the transfer it was a big it was a wave file so it was huge it took a long time to transfer so i didn't get to it wednesday night uh so that's why the delay but better late than never so as far as flying um i got some flying in yesterday at lunch I've been working actually in the office, not the shop, because we're drawing some stuff up on some CAD, on some CAD software that been, we've been working on for about a week.
1: Nice, dude. Nice.
2: And I've been trying to learn how to do that shit.
1: You're learning CAD?
2: Yeah. All right. I suck at it, but I'm learning it.
1: We'll make an engineer
2: audio. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I'm having fun with that. And, uh, but I was able to get back to the shop and I'm like, you know what? I've been sitting in an office for two and a half days. Haven't, haven't needed to fly those which shall not be named because we're not, we're a kind of past where we've got everything kind of at a point where we're ready for a machine that we're building. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. man, I, uh, Busted out a whole bunch of flights. We've got five flights on the rush. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think my nitro remembers me.
1: Did you fly it, dude? <laughs> no.
2: Oh, dude i ha- I have not flown that nitro in a long time. I should. That, be- I don't know, man. That's, I mean, how does that make you feel? Well, I'm okay with it. Let me tell you why. Back when I was flying Nitro, all the time, I had all the time. Right? Yep. I could go to the field in the morning, I could get two or three flights in, I could take a nap, I could wake up, get another flight in, watch a movie, get another flight in, take another nap, get another flight in, eat some dinner.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I wasn't aware of the fact that that's what you're previous flying days consisted of you you just watched a movie in the (laughs) middle of flying
2: yeah i mean i dude when i used to go to the i used to be there all day long i'd go eight o'clock in the morning
3: yeah everything
2: i had my i had my recliner in the trailer i have a you know 40 inch tv uh, Mm -hmm. dvds you know netflix all that shit yep if i wanted to take a nap homeboy was taking a nap they wasn't (laughs) no stopping me so but anyway the point is i had all the time i had a lot of time And I don't have that time anymore. And I'm finding that the electrics are a hell of a lot more convenient when you just need to go and fly.
1: But, I mean, even though on a Nitro, you can just go and refuel and fly again, dude, with one big receiver pack. You can, you can. Is it just a perception of convenience, or do you really think it's more convenient than Nitro?
2: I think it's a perception of convenience. Um, Yeah. Cause see, I gotta. Well, I don't. I I don't want to haul fuel around, right? Mm-hmm. Don't want to leave it in in the shop necessarily. I don't actually like walk right out of the shop door and fly. I kind of have to go around the building. You guys saw where I where I fly. Yeah. Yep. So I'd have to haul the fuel out, and then you know, this this is easy because I charge a battery while I'm working, and when it's time to go fly, I just grab it, and go. And you can
1: charge right there from the shop that you're doing right. those other vehicles. Be- because out,
2: I am. Right? You know, I'm charging all the time. I'm charging right. those batteries. Like yeah. I'll, I'll actually go I'll take one of those that shall not be named and my helicopter out at the same time. And in fact I got a little station set up out there where I can charge if I'm doing some back to back testing. So I just I don't know. It's not that I don't like nitro. I'm actually I kind of miss it and when I do get to fly it, it's like yeah.
3: Yeah. Makes it that much
1: better, though. It
2: does. It does. It's something to look forward to. It's like a treat now.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, dude. It's probably better in the long run that you didn't fly Nitro, because if the weather there is anything like it was when we drove it was hot on both ends, oh, it would not be geez. a fun flight with <laughs> Nitro.
2: You know, it actually hasn't been that hot here. Not nearly as hot as it was when we stopped in Billings and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I got an appreciation for the horror that was yeah. the weather at
3: that HeliPro's that's, fun fly two years ago. That's <laughs> uh, well, what I was gonna say. It just brought back these. It was worse than that, though, wasn't it? Because it
2: was like 106 degrees or some shit like that oh. at the
3: HeliPro's fun fly. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was hotter at the HeliPro's fun fly than it was uh, a couple days ago when we stopped in Billings. Yeah, that's rough.
2: So that's yeah. So uh, your
1: nitro wouldn't have done very well.
2: Yeah. It's been actually really nice, mid eighties last couple days. Been getting a lot of rain.
3: Oh, that's nice. Uh,
2: a lot of afternoon rains. Perfect. So that's um, you know, trying to recoup. Got a charity event I'm going to tomorrow.
1: Oh nice. Heli related? Heli well, fun fly. RC related.
2: R C related. It's the wings okay. uh, uh wish wings for wishes. Oh Make right. a Wish Foundation. Nice. I just was gonna try to get there tonight. By the time we get done here, it'd be too late. So I'm just going to get up in the morning and head out. Probably, I don't know. I'm going to spend the night, but uh, Jack is coming down and a few of the other Kalispell guys are coming down. It's between where where we are in Kalispell, so.
1: Cool. You going to do any demos?
2: If they ask me to. I did order some, uh, you guys heard me talking about those Wings for Wishes t-shirts. Yep. Yep. I'm going to be wearing those, so I'm going to. Try to separate myself. I mean, this is about Wings for Wishes. It's not about R.C. Hilly Nation, right? Right. Although they did kind of promote it as a special guest, you know, Dan from R.C. Hilly Nation. Mm -hmm. Probably going to detract from the event. (laughs)
1: Oh, no, shit, he's you coming? Just, you got to get up on the mic and be like, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? What do you reckon?
0: <laughs> I don't know how to reckon.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness, me and a cup of tea. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to say that oh, first. Oh, you were
2: <laughs> um, got, I got a little bit of bad news. Well, I don't know. Uh-oh. Of course, you guys know Snowhomish is the week after.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Don't don't think I'm going to make it out.
3: Ah. Nehomish, here's,
2: and you know, it's one thing if we were going to be doing something out there, but here, you know, it's been so hectic the last month and a half.
3: Work wise, you mean, or you talking everything, podcast wise, life wise?
2: (laughs) I I, this whole week I was thinking, man, it would be so nice to just go to bed on Friday and not have anything to do on Saturday for once. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. just sleep and just literally lay in bed till two o'clock
1: if i want i hear you dude
3: yeah
2: so with everything that's been going on and we're not really going to be doing much over there uh i just i'm like i need i need i need a break so i don't hmm. think i'm gonna i don't think i'm gonna make it
3: out yeah well dan don't you worry man i'll get in enough flights for the both <laughs> us. <laughs> us yeah
2: well that's about all i've been up to What's to go next
3: Dude, but Dan, you you
1: you missed a little bit, man. Did, did I? Yeah, you you kinda had you gotta backtrack. Didn't you get some flying in before we left Urcha?
2: Oh, I did, yeah. I figured we'd talk about that when we started doing the recap. Oh, ah, uh,
3: okay. All right.
2: I only got one flight in, but I did I did fly. <laughs> that, Fair enough. Got does
3: an, that I count? A flight at Urcha. What are you
1: up to flight count-wise?
2: I wanna say I am at um y- well, there's a bit of a backstory to that too. Nick and I switched phones on the way back.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yes, I remember this. So you swapped out your Samsung? No, for I his out, iPhone.
2: I swapped out my piece of shit Samsung.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. IPhone. Yeah.
2: And um, I was under. I had thought that my stuff was up to date. Where it's left off, I was at like three hundred and. 330-ish, somewhere in there. But mm-hmm, going from mm-hmm. memory, um, I, I'm not over 400 yet. I think I'm at like 396. Somewhere in there. I'll kind of have to put some thought into it and try to re- recount. Maybe go back and listen to some of those yeah, episodes. Some of the
1: listen. episodes yeah. I
2: was
0: going to
1: say. <laughs> Start counting, counting back What are you up. saying? You're saying that you no longer have a, a flight log. I don't have. It's I, been, and has Nick's been deleted as well?
2: I think it might have. But what we're going to be able to do is we're going to be able to recapture that. It's going to take a
3: little work. But oh, yeah, it's not. Well, and especially since, you know, the last week we didn't get in that much. So right. go back two episodes. There shouldn't be a huge change. Yeah, because I think I, was I was a, hoping there was
1: some light at the end of the tunnel there for me. Like I'd, maybe we could get you on a technicality that well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you're not logging, then you just get the scrotum by default. No, no, no.
2: That's not going to happen because I think. Two weeks ago I was like at 387 or 89 somewhere in there. Yeah, you were. And I and I got uh six flights in since then. So that's kind of what I'm going on. Right in there. Yeah. You guys won't let me awesome. count you guys won't let me count the other ones, because if I if you guys let me count the other ones, I would have you all shadowed.
1: Oh, dude, you'd probably be be over a thousand by now in total wouldn't you
2: yeah but you can't really count those because you don't really fly them well you just kind of if press... all you count <laughs> is
1: the cycle of like takeoff fly land you probably have a them.
2: yeah but you don't even really do yeah. that you just put it on the ground and press the go button and it pretty much does everything <laughs> you don't... Oh, so you're,
3: you're really not flying them. You're, like literally i mean it actually all. comes
2: back and lands too right all you uh, got to so, do is sit there and hold the transmitter in case something So maybe if,
3: maybe if we counted every time you walked out and set down an electric vehicle and then picked it up, <laughs> then <laughs> maybe they'd all count.
2: <laughs> However, those flight times are about 20 minutes each. That's yeah, a it's, time, not,
3: so. it's not sheer number of flights. It's actual
1: stick time, yeah. two that you would win on.
2: But that's neither here nor there. We'll get into some of the Urcha stuff and uh, the uh, exceptionally lackluster flight performance. Um <laughs> that we all had, as far as numbers go, anyway. Mm-hmm. So who's next? Who wants to tell me about their uh, recovery oh, okay. week?
3: Do it, Jesse. Not to, uh, <laughs> unlike Dan, not uh, no flying this last week. For me, definitely getting recovered from Urch. I think by the time I made it home, it was Tuesday morning, I believe. And so just in the last couple of days here... No flying, however, I did take the opportunity to go through kind of all my heli stuff, and I put up quite a bit, uh, I put up quite a bit of stuff for sale, I'm um, listed it all up on the forums, kind of one of those things where it's been putting all this stuff in a pile, putting it off, putting it off, I don't want to take pictures, I don't want to write up the ads, <laughs> um, finally it was just like, you know what, I'm going back to school in two weeks, and this crap is not coming back with me, so sat down, snapped all the pictures out, and Went ahead and threw up some uh, heli stuff on the forum. So, trying to get rid of a couple things. And some of that is driven by, and I was talking to Nick on the way home from Urcher going, I really am like, have this itch for something new. And I'm not sure if it's different size heli, different power system, you know, maybe gasser, maybe 800. Oh, I don't, I, I'm just not sure, but I'm just sitting here going, you know, I've had the same helis now for quite a while and just, you know, I don't know. And it might be something simple, like trying some new fly systems again, you know, everything changes. So making the rounds again and then trying them all out and seeing what I feel is the best. Um, but I'm just not sure. Um, definitely, man, who
1: are you and what did you do with this <laughs> right?
3: I know, but it's, and and it's, it's kind of tough because just going out, I, de- I mean, Definitely keep one heli that is 100 percent solid. I think we've all kind of learned that um, over and the that years. And that of course is hobby. the seven HV. And that will of course probably be the seven HV. But who's to say you know? I can't throw another heli in the mix and mess around with that. You know, that's not going to keep my main machine from performing every time I go out on the weekend. So, um, well, okay. We'll, I mean, humor us here. What, yeah. what are we thinking? Yeah. Give us a hint. Uh, I mean, just uh, stream of consciousness. What are you thinking at this point? This and this is money aside because I, I don't know when this could happen. But if I could go out and get something right now new, I'd probably get an 800 sized telly. Okay, not sure if that'd be the MD and line, I haven't really done my research in that area, you know, I haven't really looked into them. So I'm you know, not sure at this point, but I, just, I think that would be that'd be pretty cool. Just I always remember going up from that, you know, 500, 600, 700. Each one got increasingly more fun to fly. So logically, I'm going 800. <laughs> and this isn't <laughs> a sly way of you it hinting at us that sense. Compass is going to do an 800. Unfortunately, <laughs> <Is it>? no. <laughs> oh. Nope. Nope. I will be a be a free guy on this one.
0: Hmm.
3: Yeah, I can shop around. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. I'm I'm just ready. You know, I want something to, I guess, really get me amped up. Get me excited! Something new to start, you know. Pour some time into.
2: I got a Kyosho thirty. I'll sell you. That's new.
3: Compass yeah, produc- productive, productive. No, time. dude,
1: damn. you need to sell him that whatever that crazy <laughs> mechanical contraption was that we strapped to the front of the car. <laughs> that was given to me by a
2: listener. Just be like, make I this fly. Can't give that one away. Yeah. Now I, you know, and uh, a couple people identified it, but it's a name so obscure that I can I can't remember. What it what it was? Sort you have to K. keep
3: it written down.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to just sharpie it on the side.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just r- write it on the canopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna slowly kind of sell stuff off a couple things here and there, and slowly start doing some research, and we'll see where. What that are goes. you selling? Is there anything I can use? Um, let's see. I sold a set of BLS 451 cyclic servos. I have the. Nitro 700 airframe up for sale. Ooh, However, that'd be something line. you could use. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I could, okay. Use and,
2: I could use that. How much are you selling that for?
3: Oh, we can talk details after, Dan. All right. All right. <laughs> 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 um, that, and then I still have an old uh, T-Rex 500 kicking around. That's hmm. been the T-Rex, like the one not, that
1: started it all for you? No,
3: not the, not the. It's been kind of bouncing around between myself and... Um, Kayla's dad kind of flew it for a little bit. and um, So that's been sitting there for a while. Finally did some test flights on it. I guess I, I did hover in my backyard two packs through the TRX 500 this week. Oh, <laughs> that counts. Can't take a no fly <laughs> then, dude. You're good to go. Dude, I just remember that. Make sure, you know, just making sure everything works. It's been it's off, It's been flown a ton, but it, it had been sitting there for a little while now. So just wanted to throw some fresh packs in it. Just make sure everything was good to go. And then my Spectrum DX7. I still had, just in case I ever wanted to get, I don't know, a little foamy airplane, small helicopter, but I'm kind of, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> and so, selling that thing too. All right, cool. Nothing that I can use, but Nitro maybe there's airframe. Someone out there.
1: Yeah, the Nitro Airframe, you're right. It's That's probably the wisest airframe to pick up, even though I'd really like to try the NX-7, but yeah. Hey Nick, those custom charging cases you've been putting together lately are awesome. But what would I do if I thought that was all a little bit too far over my head?
2: Ah man, I got you. You're going to want to head over to Progressive RC and check out their charging case combos.
1: These bad boys are ready to go right out of the box. And if you change your mind and end
3: up feeling a little bit adventurous, Progressive also has all the accessories needed to build one yourself.
1: Sweet, man. I'm going to head over to www.progressiverc.com today to check out my options. I do not take a no-fly this week. Like you guys, you know, the... Oh, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead.
2: I mean, we can't really count... I'm going to pause. We can't really count Urta as part of this week's flying can we
1: oh and we don't need to my friend okay, oh, all right. oh, 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 wow all right <laughs> so yeah i mean it, it was it was a fairly short week for me as as everyone knows we drove back from Urcha, and so i didn't get back until tuesday morning and then of course had work wednesday and thursday but luckily this was my week off on friday so today, I got an entire day off, and while the weather threatened to hold me down by raining for most of the morning, I did actually get out in the afternoon and get some flying in on the speed heli. So I'm not going to take a no-fly. We'll talk a little bit more in detail on, on the, the Urcha recap, but like you, Dan, and what you were discussing with regard to needing some time to relax, and that's probably why you won't make it to Snowhomish. This week, I just kind of, I'm still recovering, but I, I kind of came to the realization that I was, you know, don't don't shoot me for this, guys, but I was kind of hellied out initially. I was like, wow. I mean, we did it. We made it to Urcha. Everything went well. And now I feel like I just need to sleep or relax or do something different. It turns out I'm not completely hellied out because in the aftermath, what I'm thinking i'm realizing actually i know i'm realizing is that if i wasn't officially bit by the speed bug before i am now and so i vowed to myself this week that the first day of speed practice for next year's cup starts today and i made it happen oh yeah so headed out to the field uh, flew the uh, the goblin speed with the fuselage, the sperm, the stewing machine, the you know candy corn. Candy whatever. corn. I've gotten yeah, probably about a dozen new names from people on this in the last week. I like uh, I like gr- the
2: original name, the one that uh, that you, that you told me it was when you showed up in Missoula and you were loading it into the RV.
1: Which one was that, dude?
2: <laughs> I think you called it the anal probe or something
1: like that. Oh, the uh, anal popsicle. Yeah, that actually came from Nick. That actually came from Nick. Yeah. Uh,
2: looks like it uh, got shat on.
1: It did. It Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, we're not going to go with the anal popsicle. We've already said anal like four times. I'm getting uncomfortable. So I'm going oh, to I highly with- doubt that.
0: Yeah, you're
1: right, Jesse. <laughs> you're, you're just right. posing. You know? <laughs> yeah, That is a, he's putting on a front thing. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was good. Uh, you know, the, the weather wasn't great, but nowadays I don't really care about the weather. So I got out there and got some speed runs in uh, working on fine tuning, not just the technique, but getting the head speed uh, set correctly. Pretty much did a bunch of the stuff that I probably should have done before the speed cup. Instead of working on the fuselage, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I and I actually got an opportunity to hang out a little bit with uh a fellow team MKS pilot and and friend and listener, uh Joseph. He actually met us for the first time at Urcha and he goes to school back in Ohio, but he lives here in Washington. So he and I coordinated a little bit uh over the last couple of days. He knew that I was gonna have some flying time so we met up at the field did a little bit of flying together he brought his 450 with him from ohio which by the way if you guys don't know i learned something new today you can check a 450 in uh as like a carry-on on on an airline he fit his t-rex 450 Hmm. pro under the seat in front of him
2: Fully assembled cool. with
1: no
3: fully case. Fully assembled. Yeah. No case, just carrying it. No wow. case, just the heli. Right they didn't they there. didn't
2: yeah. go they didn't look at him and go, What are your plans with that, Mr. Man? You know, he didn't mention
1: that. I didn't ask him, and now <laughs> that I think about it, I'm wondering how the whole battery thing went
3: down. Well, but, I think those are fine as long as they're carry-ons. Actually, Jesse, I think there's like a capacity. Or there's yeah, there's something there though.
1: You know, that was pretty cool to be able to hang out with him a little bit and just kind of relax and actually get some low to no pressure speed flying in I'm all in like this is, this is now serious business for me. And you were talking Jesse about, you want something a little new. Uh, I, I'm not sure I can classify my feelings right now in that same category, but what I am going to tell you is over the next, let's say short term to midterm, uh, couple of months here i'm going to be revamping my approach on things and in particular on my fleet uh mm. the the goblin speed fuselage the prototype 1 went great we already talked about that on and on and on so i won't drag drag that on anymore it requires improvements and i'm going to continue to work on those improvements in fact i got about 300 bucks worth of carbon fiber and other composite stuff in the mail today. We're going to work on a new structural boom layup this weekend, hopefully, to try to eliminate the goblin boom. But in the meantime, I want another heli that can be used as a dedicated speed trainer. But with the open class in mind, so basically like a pod and boom, not necessarily a full fuselage. And that gives me some time to work the full fuselage in parallel. I really want to hit this pretty damn hard. So I think I'm going to be going through my fleet and making some serious decisions about what stays and what doesn't.
0: Mm.
1: And step one is that I've already uh, started looking into there's a guy online that has a used... Mini Copter diablo 700 not the speed version but the pod and boom which is pretty speedy in and of itself mm-hmm. for a really reasonable price and i think i'm going to pick that up uh huh. and and what will ultimately happen is i'll probably sell one of my other 3d helis either the 7hv uh, or the t-rex i haven't decided yet
2: you're gonna sell your 7hv
1: yeah probably huh. do you want it
2: I cannot confirm nor deny that statement. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, this is what we'll say, and you can edit this out, Dan, but you're just inquiring on behalf of Ed, because you know eventually he's going to drive it in.
2: Well, he's done and that. And
1: he's going to need a, a parts heli. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's that's what we'll do. That's what that's we'll call it. it.
3: That works that's for it. me. I mean, that's, that's reasonable, hmm. if anyone asks. Yeah. <laughs> So, Justin, I I have a question then, from from my perspective, looking for something new. So, now that you've kind of done the speed thing for a little while, done the research, met some other pilots, been through the competition at Urcha, is the Goblin Speed still where you would point someone brand new, just getting into the speed scene?
1: Yeah, I think I would with some caveats. I mean, it doesn't change really from what I said during... Uh, the original review Mm -hmm. it's certainly a gateway speed heli and it's got some pretty significant capabilities i mean uh charles i can never remember his last name sorry dude but he came in second place in open class Mm -hmm. at like 140 miles an hour he was hauling some serious ass on a on a 14s goblin speed so it definitely is capable and it's more than good enough for a trainer I'm not going to go and get a second one, although that did cross my mind. But I'm not going to just because I want to try something new, and mm-hmm. I've already got the one that I have now that's going to be used to further develop the full fuselage. Yeah, nice. So uh, let's see what happens here. But I'm ready to spend some money.
2: You're balls deep <laughs> in this, man.
1: I, dude, I'm like, yes, absolutely. Huh? A- a- the 3D thing. It's still going to be there, but I don't feel... I went to the field today with one helicopter, and that was the speed, and that's all I did the whole afternoon, and I didn't think twice about it. I was I was in mm-hmm. my happy place.
2: You know, something that occurred to me today, um, I was thinking about the craziness of the last month and a half that we've been dealing with here at RCHN. Uh, with our fun fly and and everything else that goes along with going to urchin which was by the way a ton of work and um there's something that i feel like i've been kind of neglecting uh and that was actually remembering why i'm in the hobby to begin with you know what i mean because it's like i find my i'm finding myself really excited about just remembering what it's like to just go fly and have fun
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah
2: and uh you know i'm looking forward to it. and i i can feel that my flights are going to increase because i just had a great time the other day was by myself just flying and i think we could you know you get wrapped up in everything else that's happening um you know getting to or to getting to our fun fly you kind of forget about that you know what i mean
1: yeah absolutely yep. man I feel the same exact way, and that's why I mean I still feel bad saying it, and I don't want people to get the wrong impression when I say, at the beginning of the week I kind of felt hellied out. But you you pretty much captured exactly what I was thinking. It's there's no doubt that doing the podcast and all of the stuff that goes along with that, our fun fly and urcha and all of that, is absolutely amazing. But we do sometimes need to kind of take a step back and realize the reason why we're even doing any of this or have the opportunity to do it is because Mm -hmm. we all share, you know, love for the same hobby, which is flying helis. Right. And at some point, you can't really do all the other crap (laughs) if you're not flying. Yeah. (laughs) So. uh, You kind of lose your base.
3: You keep building, keep building, then you get further and further in the hobby. Then all of a sudden you look back and notice. Yeah, you're starting to lose the base a little bit. Yeah, and, exactly.
2: And the reason I bring that up is because it's actually something Jesse said that kind of made me think of it. You know, Jesse was talking about kind of testing the waters with something different, mm-hmm. and, and that's something I hadn't really thought about. I mean, you guys, my fleet has not changed in a year. I have yeah, not that's bought. True. Yeah. I have not bought any heli parts since like April because I had not even parts. I haven't needed to. I haven't crashed. Wow. Hmm. So. Why, what I bring that up is because there is, there is a new heli in Dan's immediate future.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) What is
2: it? Come on. Gonna leave you hanging on that one. Oh man. Size? Uh, 700 electric. Power system? Electric. Electric. (sighs) It's gotta have to be an electric.
3: I think it's my 7HV, Jesse. That's what, well, because I noticed that he's bringing this up after you mentioned Right, that there's an order to the, he didn't bring this Seven up during HV. his portion of the week. 7HV,
2: right. what? He
3: brought this up after your portion, so uh, that's the only logical his thing His story I can see. is evolving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: no, dude, that's good, though. I mean, that, and sometimes that's all it takes. And at the end of the day, you know what? It's just money. And if it takes you a thousand bucks to get the, the the sort of the excitement going again and get back into a routine and take that next step in your flying skill, then in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. Because we all know we've spent way more than a thousand
0: dollars in oh, this geez. hobby. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I kind of feel re-energized uh, when it comes to just the hobby, at
0: mm-hmm. the moment, which yep. is a good thing. Well, yeah, that's
2: absolutely. enough uh, enough uh, bantering about what we've been doing. Maybe we, uh, we got any news since Nick's not here. I think
1: we may scrape together have a little bit.
2: Oh, it's a good thing because Apple last we'll minute. See. <laughs> we'll see. He get how pissed no off. Thanks <laughs> no thanks to Nick. No thanks to Nick.
1: In today's Halley market, it can be a challenge to find a retailer that stocks a variety of different brands and parts has great customer service and boasts fast shipping. I can tell you that Rotary Wing RC has all of this and more. Finally, I feel like i found a place where I can get everything in one order and I'm confident that I'll get the shipment quickly so that I can get back in the air next weekend. You don't believe it, huh? Trust me, go to www.rotarywingrc.com now and check out your new go-to online heli shop.
2: righty, guys, this week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. What uh what do we uh who um yeah who's
1: he doesn't know who to ask. He doesn't know usually cause. it's like a what do we got, Nick? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, you go first, Jesse. All right, well I'll I'll talk about a couple things here. So first off, at Urcha, we have a Goblin 380 announcement. Now, this was not... I, first off, I have to say, this. I, I did not get to see this personally um, at Urcha. I'm just reading the flyer here. But from what I see, it looks like this is going to be a pretty sweet little heli and kind of falling in that size class um, that I think a lot of guys are really starting uh, to enjoy. So it looks like here it's going to have the HPS uh, head. It's going to take micro size cyclics a micro or mini tail, and a 6S power system. Man, I got to say, I know I'm loving the warp, and there's lots of other, what is there, the Chase 360. The Chase 360, yeah. And, yeah, yeah the, you know, Gowie's got some in there, and so, and throwing this in the mix, I know a lot of people that are really happy flying that class of heli, just because with the you know with the fly flybarless systems nowadays, those things are flying like 500s. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so they're awesome, too. You know, I, I find myself more and more working on this class of heli, learning those new maneuvers. Um, just take a lot of the stress out of learning that stuff. I know Dan's Dan's doing the, the farts, but I, I'm
1: starting to feel it, too, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where if it's going to fly like a 500 with the new fly barless systems and, and the few more millimeters extra on these blades... There's something really attractive about this.
2: I got a five hundred. I'll sell you, Justin.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesse's got a five hundred. I'll yeah, okay. sell me too. <laughs> yeah.
2: But about a trade? But, you want to trade a five hundred for a seven HP?
1: Ah, we're a little, little, little bit further along in that now. You do want the seven HP, uh, now, but he, no. now he's making offers. I'm,
2: I'm thinking of it.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, you look at the specs on this a little bit more, and what I find really impressive is it has a damped tail rotor system, just like the full-size, you know, the 6700, 770. Mm -hmm. It's got a battery tray that appears to slide in and out. It doesn't say that, but it says, with easy in-out connection system. And then check this out. Only 38 parts. Plus
3: bolts and bearings.
2: But that's kind of cool. That is minimalist,
3: that's, yeah. dude. That's not many. I, I would, however, like to see some numbers from some other helicopters.
1: I Because I, well, I, I, really I mean have like no, the Gaway no reference X3 for that. Is is pretty minimalist too. But I mean, you've got a
3: warp, Jesse. How many parts would you that, that's what I mean. I have I have no clue. I have zero reference for counting parts and leaving out yeah. bolts and and then so. the other thing I was looking at here well, is go, go disassemble batteries. it. We'll we'll wait. Yeah, go wait. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back, guys. Just hold on. <laughs> it
1: takes a six S fifteen hundred to two thousand. Now, that gives me a feel for what kind of weight this guy's coming in at because the warp doesn't the warp do best Jesse at around twelve to fourteen hundred. I I have
3: a sixteen on my. Oh, you do. Yep. and it still flies good. Yep. It Doesn't fly yep. heavy. I'd say from twelve to sixteen, or twelve to so, eighteen, right so in there.
1: Still, if they're saying fifteen, to, I, so I mean it, it gives seems me the to impression up this might a little be a bit,
3: a little bit heavier. Yep. Yep. And well, and, and they are calling it a three eighty. That's um, true. So that's a little bit bigger blades. Um, I think for, I think the main thing is what price point is this going to come in at, and then not only the price of the kit initially. But parts prices, um, because with a heli this size, this is something that, you know, you're going to want to throw around and have a good time with. And, you know, and when you get that part, it. yeah, if you get that crash cost and it's a pretty decent sized bill, it's going to kind of take away, I feel like, of of the real wh- why this heli marketable.
1: Yep. I, that's a, I was just talking to Joseph about that today at the field with his 450. When I get a 450 or a nitro in my hand, I get stupid because it's fun <laughs> to throw around. And then that costs me money. Yep.
2: I got a solution. I, I got a solution. Oh, Dan! Don't 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 ever put a 450 in your hands.
1: I I feel like it's inevitable, Dan, that I'm <laughs> going to get a smaller heli in the next six. <laughs> but or it's or gonna, so gonna
2: months. the novelty's it's gonna wear off, and it's gonna exactly what my goblin 500 is doing. It's just gonna sit on a shelf, begging to be flown because. You just can't be bothered with it.
1: You're probably right. But here here's the thing. The last time I had a small heli was two and a half or three years ago. So if it takes one, one, uh, you know, drunken affair with a 450 to keep me held off for another two or three years, then maybe that's worth it. Because then I can just refocus my efforts and my and my funds. Yeah, your to, money to
2: bigger and better <laughs> things. Justin's going to be all speed by the end of the year. Maybe one is
1: that a prediction of yours? I think so. Yeah, you're gonna, you mean you're, not even
2: 3D? I don't think so. I think you're. I think you're done with 3D.
1: <laughs> oh. Ouch! Didn't get very far.
2: Well, you're going to become the next uh, 3D master. 3D master. I think you're talking. <laughs> you that's <and> Jesse. <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> How about the next speed master? That's what I meant. There to say. you go.
3: Sure. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the next thing I got here, and this is a, uh, this is, not only news, but this is, you know, me bringing Compass news to the table. So I know Dan's going to really appreciate this uh, one. Oh, you're supposed to
2: bring that at the end, man. No,
3: we're, we're throwing this up towards the front, Dan. That's, right. how, that's how important it is. This one may pique your interest, you know, believe no. it or not. The Compass Kronos um, has been announced. We've at least, I saw it at Urcha for the first time. And there's now pictures available. But this is a new 700 class heli from Compass. And it does resemble the 7HV, but there is a ton of stuff um, that has changed. So just to highlight a couple things here. First thing you'll notice is a complete new paint scheme and a new canopy shape and design. So making it just look like a complete new heli. And then there's a brand new head with a variable dampening system there. So you can adjust either for a rigid or a little bit softer damping. So that's pretty cool. Uh, larger swashplate, main gear, uh, frame supports, new skids, and then uh, larger upper and lower bearing blocks, and just kind of keeping that theme of upsizing everything a little bit and carrying that throughout the entire heli. And so, I do not have any idea or clue, insight, anything as to when this will be available. <laughs> But it does of exist. Of course you man. don't. It of does course It's don't. on compass time again. I, time, I, I man. will tell you, I will tell you this. The team guys should be getting theirs in about three to four weeks. Uh,
1: you know, I'll be honest. We saw the Kronos fly at Urcha, and I I think it's a pretty impressive heli. I I'm, mean it, it's it's I think it's the how do I want to say this without it sounding derogatory? It it's It's the right next step for Compass. I mean, it makes sense for Mm -hmm. Compass to go there. And the canopy, I think they did a really good job on it, dude. It kept catching my eye because the Compass team were like, they were like a couple of tents down from us Yep. and they'd always go right out in front of their tent and go fly. So we'd be able to see it within like, you know, 50 or so yards of our tent and it's sexy looking profile in the air. And it's got really good presence too.
3: Oh yeah, it, it's definitely well. Like I said, with they're just it seems like everything's a little bit bigger, um, and so yeah, definitely the canopy and everything just has the same that same air presence as the seven HV holds. And yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh to getting mine. So that that will be one heli that's getting added to the fleet. That's not gonna scratch the itch that I was talking about earlier, but that that will be getting added in. So. And you really, honestly, don't have a clue when that's going to happen. I I should
1: be getting mine in about three weeks. Okay. So and that then means I, you're going to be getting yours I in know. about six weeks. <laughs> and we <laughs> will see it around Christmas. Yeah.
0: Our, no? next, our Maybe. next spring. Next
1: Maybe. Spring. Cause that's, that's pretty optimistic, Justin. Christmas. Christmas. Do you, okay, really? In all seriousness, do you know if there's going to be a pre-order?
3: I I do not know. Honestly, I'm I'm not in the loop um on that. And it's still I mean, I just found out about the model probably four weeks ago.
1: Okay. You're, um, yeah, I see. And
3: so it, it's still I know they had three or four of them at Urcha, but it's still in the in the early phases. But they did want to obviously capitalize on the fact that it was Urcha <laughs> and you know, bring the heli out. So, so what and is this uh, so.
2: what does this mean for the seven H V?
3: That's uh, a good question, it's, Dan. It's still parts are still going to be fully supported um, for the seven HV. It's, it's, it's a parallel model anywhere. where we won't buy mine. It's a <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yeah, no, we the, shouldn't this, have brought this up in the news. And that <laughs> I mean that's the same thing with the six HV and the six HV Ultimate. You can still go and get parts for the six HV, um, and that's been out for over a year now. So, do you know if any of the parts are interchangeable? or is so, this truly like a brand new heli um from so from the tail the the tail assembly looks very similar um but then once you get up into the frames it does it doesn't look like a ton of stuff is interchangeable in between the frames it looks like pretty much everything is new um because throwing in a larger main shaft you're going to have larger bearings and those the the bearing blocks are kind of built into that whole aluminum piece that built that holds the servos and so now, you know, those are end up right. being new. And just as you kind of work your way through new skids, um, yeah, I believe not a whole lot from the tail forward is going to be interchangeable. Definitely not the head um, and stuff like that. So. so
2: this begs the question, what was wrong with the 7HV that they needed to come up with a new 700 model?
1: That's, yeah, dude, you're just, you're nailing them all tonight, Dan. I'm with you. Because I thought it was going to be like an 800. So why didn't they just do an incremental upgrade? So like it was the 7HV Super
3: Ultimate V3 or whatever. Well, and I guess in a sense that they kind of want to make a separation there to just bring this to the market as kind of a new airframe. I mean, definitely, if you're going to set it next to a 7HV, there's going to be obvious similarities. It's the same person that designed both of them. But I really think... With the new canopy design and then changing out a bunch of the parts, they kind of want, you know, do a whole launch it like it's a new helicopter. When you, when you tag that 7HV onto it, I feel like it just kind of takes away from that new model. You know, you don't get it, it doesn't get the full big launch. I, I get guess, that, if it's, but it also makes me feel the like name. there's
2: something wrong with 7HV because they had to redesign it, redesign a whole new model from the ground up.
1: You know, it would make sense, Jesse, if it was was a purpose-built model. In other words, like Speed or F3C, which it doesn't look like it is for either of them. But if it's just 3D, then it sounds like it effectively
3: replaces the 7HV. So I haven't seen... So personally, from talking with the guys, I haven't seen really anything wrong with the 7hv my guess and this is this is just my opinion i haven't actually talked with um the higher ups at compass about this but i would guess that they're really trying to future proof um the machine we've all seen the directions that batteries motors and escs are going Mm -hmm. and i would guess they're just trying to prepare for the future because it seems like with compass when they make the rounds to upgrade a heli they kind of go through all their models incrementally and kind of bring them all up or give them all kind of a revamp. And so I'm guessing after this, this 700 class won't get touched for for a while again. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I just foresee, you know, making everything a little bit bigger. It is definitely the trend of the market. Um, a lot of newer helis seem to be coming out with larger main shafts, feathering shafts, heads, you know, just everything in general. So, Is it just, overall
2: a larger machine able to accept 14s packs then or uh I
3: mean, well i know that people that that were running 14s on the original seven h v but i don't I issue. don't think I don't think hmm. the like that the airframe spacing is going to be any larger if that's what you're okay. getting at. Right, right. Um the okay. the spacing in between the frames. So well it remains a mystery.
2: Goddamn compass.
3: <laughs> and thus <laughs> you
1: can still it. buy mine.
2: <laughs> what what? Yeah. Where did that come for from? For Ed. For Ed. There you for go. For Ed. There you go. Yeah. Christmas present right. for Ed.
1: Yes. You're welcome, Ed. <laughs> so what else we got? Okay, I've got a couple of things here too. Uh first off, we you know, we've been talking about this in the news now probably for the last month or so. So in and of itself, the heli is not new. Uh the goblin uh Urukai, I guess that's new that We know how to pronounce it because that's how SAB calls it in this video. But the reason I I pulled up this news spot is because I think that SAB did a really good job video wise of showcasing this heli. You know, we we just recently in the last day or so saw Bert uh, post on Facebook pretty damn proud of this video. And it, it turns out that he was over in Italy during June of this year. And I think this was one of the things he was working on while he was over there. And it shows that they put a lot of effort into this because in terms of video quality and the footage and what they do with the slow motion and and stuff, it's really amazing. And what you guys got to go and see, you got to watch at least partway through it, because what's super impressive is that when they do the slow motion flight, right? It's a three bladed head. And the slow motion gives you this look like they're six blades instead of only a couple like we see on a typical heli. It looks really freaking sweet. Uh, And they've got it flying in all sorts of weird and different locations. I I mean, that doesn't really do it for me all that much. But uh, in general, I think they just put together a really nice video. Did you guys get a chance to take a look at it? I
2: have not.
3: Nor have I, nor has Jesse. I
2: I saw it, I just chose to not click on it.
3: Yeah, and I almost (laughs) did
1: that too because it was the F3C heli. Uh, But actually, for what it's worth, they are flying it 3D, Mm -hmm. which is somewhat perplexing because it's not designed to do that, but it's definitely capable of it, as you'll see in the video.
2: You know, we're going to talk. We're going to do an archery re- recap. But since we're talking about this right now, I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. I know you guys sure. we were there. We watched um, Kyle Stacey and Bert Cameron do a tandem flight. Right? You guys remember? Mm-hmm. We were all there. I got to tell you, you know, Bert, Bert can still throw down. You know? Yes, he can. Yeah. I was really <laughs> no impressed. Doubt. He was just smacking the shit out of that helicopter. Yep, uh, yep. it was uh was quite impressive.
1: It's I just, funny you bring that up because that's actually, if I think back, is probably as funny as it sounds. One of the highlights because it was we didn't get a lot of chance to see to go out and actually just relax and watch people fly because we were doing the podcast stuff. Uh, but we did get to see that the four of us did, and holy shit, man! Burt may be old, but he's he's still got the, uh, the, the stick skill where it counts. Yeah. yeah. Any other news? Yes, I do have some extra keep it news rolling, here,
2: man. Keep it rolling.
1: So the next one is again, you know, not not brand new news, but some a new look at some new stuff. The Velos Eight Eighty. We talked about it. It's the mm crazy huge helicopter that's got two power systems in it and if you were paying attention during Urcha week you probably saw some some good pictures mostly not because most people don't really know how to take good photos but if you are (laughs) really interested well I'm just being honest. I mean, you know, people are posting all sorts of selfies and shit on Facebook. It's the same quality. Blurry. There's probably a fingerprint on the camera lens, and it's all, you know, off at an angle. Anyway,
2: you should give a clinic next year. at
1: Yeah, dude. How to properly photograph a heli.
2: That's right. (laughs) But
1: our buddy Chris CPO over at everything CPO did a Velos 880 overview video. And this is, I mean, this is like a six minute long video that he shot with his iPhone right there at the Velos tent with the owners and designers of this company. And basically walked through the whole heli uh, up close, lots of really good shots of all the detailed mechanics and design So if you're looking for an inside scoop on this, if you weren't able to make it to Urcher or you didn't get a chance to break through the crowd that was constantly surrounding that tent, then give this one a look. I'm still not going to buy one, but it's incredibly (laughs) impressive. I got to hand it to him just from one engineer to another. Now, Tell
2: me how you really feel about it.
1: Uh, that's kind of all i feel I, I i don't have anything horribly obnoxious to say actually as much as that might surprise you i mean it, it certainly doesn't look well, like the I'm condor
2: kinda, i'm kind of thinking that you and i were having a conversation sitting down at the table did we yeah had,
1: but i didn't use any expletives yeah, or you, use you, you, uh you, body parts to describe its its shape or anything like that <laughs> did i yeah you, you kind of did I don't remember that, dude. Yeah. I I think you're trying to burn me here. <laughs>
2: Throw you under the bus?
1: Yeah. Maybe I am. Okay, so this is news of the week. All right? Following along with the Urcha theme, right? Mm-hmm. Five hours ago, Tim Jones posts a set of pictures on his Facebook wall. Taking apart my motor that seized up Saturday night at Urcha to find this broke the crankshaft in flight i have never seen anything i mean have you guys just a slight crack yeah like (laughs) it it looks like it's all the way through dude i mean look that that had to have seized up so bad that it just fell out of the freaking sky (laughs) because there's like a crack
3: clear through the crankshaft just how do you do that oh man Well, my other question would be, what does the rest of the motor look like inside? Like, was it just a clean break? Yeah, everything seized up, and it's you know this. Yeah, is is the whole thing garbage or what? Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, hats off to Tim. That's that's impressive. I'll have to ask uh, our our buddy Reagan, Doctor Dremel, at Snowhomish next week if he can uh, buff that out with the old Dremel tool. A little bit of I'm thinking JB Weld's pretty amazing. A little bit of super we go. A little bit of epoxy. Buff it out. <laughs> Sandpaper.
2: Good as new. A little bit of yep. duct Good tape maybe.
1: New. Duct tape. That's the way to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Is,
2: that, is that all we got for news? Everybody done? I don't have any news. I but think that's all it. I yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Right, guys. This week's news is brought to you by Helidaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine.
0: Electrics USA they have a great selection of battery chargers and battery management systems to include charging adapters and power supply selection they have lipo batteries and flight stabilization systems as well They also have a wide variety of accessories and RC hobby sports gear, too. Log on to www.usastore.revelectrics.com to find out more. That's R-E-V-O-L-E-C-T-R-I-X dot com.
2: Urcha 2014. Oh, yeah. It's still kind of soaking in. It was crazy. It was just... It was just... It was huge. Vast, as Andy called it.
3: Overwhelming. So overwhelming. Yeah, very overwhelming.
2: So let's... Um, I know we we talked quite a bit with our updates, but by the way, thank you for your guys' support on those updates. Um, fantastic um, response. So we will uh, definitely be doing that again at some point.
1: The only problem with those updates, Dan, is that every time someone said something to me about how awesome they were, it was followed by, you need to make them longer next I year. I know,
3: right? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I'm, I'm envisioning us being at Urchin <laughs> next year and basically just having one, you know, one long podcast a that live just stream goes on for four days <laughs> just, straight. Well, the mics are muted. Something comes to your mind. You just pop in and <laughs> say something and, you know.
2: <laughs> You know, the one thing, though, I will comment on is, you know, we're, we were making our plans. How, how are we going to do this? We came up with the idea of doing, um, you know, several, three, I was thinking four at one time. Glad we I'm glad we didn't stick to four. Are you kidding me? Uh, but the idea was short 10, 15 minutes. I'm sure you guys noticed, as did our listeners. They went from, you know, the first one was about 15 minutes. Second one was about 20 minutes. <laughs> And they just progressively started getting longer and longer. It is yep. it is really, really, when you do what we do, when we get here and we start mm-hmm. recording and we just start going off, you know, time generally just screams by. And it's really tough to stay focused enough and disciplined enough to really pay attention to that time. You know, it wasn't either here yeah. or there.
1: Well, um, no, you're right. You sorta of get in that mode. Yeah, and, and just
2: before more to talk you know about. it,
3: you've been running your mouth for thirty minutes I and know. Yeah, it's like maybe each of us talked for fifteen minutes.
2: So from a, from a production standpoint, uh, as everybody knows by now, those episodes were not edited at all. Good, bad, and indifferent. And I wanna bring something I don't know, Jesse, if you've had a chance to listen to it. One of the evening updates, I believe, the day you got there.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard about it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I forgot to press a button. I don't know. But I was like, oh, we can't really... You know, I was like, oh. But you know what? That's how it went down. And we said at the beginning, um, these are live, essentially live. That's... uh, And that's just the way it happened. Now, the people that were there were able to hear Jesse, because he was going through the PA. But it, it, it was a little nerve-wracking for me Because typically, um, you know, when we do a recording, I listen to it beginning to end. And to Mm -hmm. just blindly Mm -hmm. throw audio on the internet without (laughs) scouring it was really hard to do. I got used to it. Next year, though, what I want to see happen, and I'm going to try to make this happen. I don't know what we got to do. But I want those to be live streamed,
3: and then yeah. automatically. I put, think that would be awesome. I mean, yeah, like
2: mistakes a, and all doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, so you're saying live stream and then automatically uploaded as well. Yes, as soon as so we're then done, people can go grab them.
2: As soon as we're done, we'll I'll do the same thing we did last year: grab them off the computer, put an intro and an outro, and throw them up uh, right there nice. on the spot. Uh, but I think it'd be imp- I think it'd be fun do a live stream um, challenge I think
1: it would be great yeah and and you know while we're on that topic let me let me paint a picture for some of the listeners who either didn't stick around at urcha afterwards or or weren't uh, able to make it uh, you know we did these 15 20 30 minute episodes at three times you know morning early afternoon late eve or early evening each day and once we were done recording, Jesse and Nick and I were sort of able to kind of kick back, grab another cold drink, or start walking down the flight line, you know, talking to listeners that were coming by. Dan ended up having to sit there in front of his computer for, I'd say on average, Dan, probably another 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Even though you weren't editing, yeah, you're doing, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I well, still the, don't know it's what you're doing. You do, the victim some sort of magic.
2: The biggest issue, the, the, the biggest time sink was. Simply waiting for things to upload.
3: Yeah, being very limited. Basically, yeah, our basically. We had a
2: couple of challenges middle.
3: on that too. Yeah. Because we were working off of Nick's hotspot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. We're basically sitting there in the middle of a giant field, right. expecting mm-hmm. lightning fast internet. <laughs> and a couple of times Nick forgot
1: that we were using his hotspot. And he would take off with his <laughs> and phone. He,
3: and he would take off with his yeah. phone and kill the upload right in the middle.
2: Yeah. So those are some of the challenges, you know, overall, from a production standpoint, we're going to get into the specifics, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. I was, I was very pleased with how it all went down. You know, it's tough to maintain that schedule because, you know, you're off doing something. And, And one thing that I was feeling a little weird about was I was trying to get these episodes out in a very timely manner. And inevitably, whenever we got done recording, people would come up and start talking and I would really kind of feel like an asshole, right? Because I'm sitting here and <laughs> we got listeners that are trying to say hi or you know, whatever. And and I'm like sitting there with my headphones staring at the computer. Because yep. let's face it, <laughs> as it's been pointed out, apparently Dan looks pissed all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> How many people said that? Dude, I I so many, look, you know, they had the the Outback, or was it, Out? I don't, I think it was Outback dinner, right? The, mm-hmm. They brought the the Saturday night dinner in. Yep. And I was talking, I don't remember who I was talking with, but somebody was like, somebody said to me that they saw me in that line. It's like, oh man, you look so pissed off. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not pissed off. I just have a very, when I'm, when I'm waiting or when I'm, I'm thinking about something, I have a very... Ex- expressionless expression it there's i
1: don't think you look expressionless i think generally you look like you're in thought like you're considering something or you're thinking (laughs) something through but i don't think you look pissed but you're right dude i mean we we kind of after after we got into sort of the business rhythm right when we were done with shows we'd (laughs) split off into pairs and two of us would stay and two of us would go and walk the line and talk to people blah 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 I, i wasn't paired with dan at any point but towards the end on saturday we shut down for the one competition and all four of us actually went out As friends, to just go and see what was going on, and I shit you not, no fewer than like four or five times, we would be stopped (laughs) by someone at a tent, a vendor that knew us, or a listener, or someone, and it would be, you okay, Dan? I know, right? Pissed,
2: and it's like, dude, what the (laughs) hell? (laughs) A couple things. There's a couple things that I attribute that to, Um, and I don't. I don't want to go into a lot of detail uh but with my condition i'm typically always experiencing some level of pain which has uh, that's a tendency when that starts to happen i i don't i don't um interact i am actually i don't inter i'm not a very sociable person i mean honestly i don't and i so <laughs> i that that attributes to some of it secondly uh, that runs in my family i get that from my grandpa right he always looked pissed off. Never really was, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, I, but because when I am pissed off, I let everybody know about it. You guys can but attest the, to that.
3: There's a verbal aspect. <laughs> there's to a. You know
1: what, though, <laughs> Dan? If it makes you feel any better, I always look like I've never shaved. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: I don't know. That's there you go. Right. No. but to all of you that inquired and uh thank you for inquiring no i was i don't ever remember being pissed off uh i might have looked pissed off but i wasn't i don't know how to, i don't know put i mean i think you guys are kind of used to to that because you've been around me more than listeners mm-hmm. that had just met me but um i don't know i don't uh, so no i wasn't pissed off so to speak but uh just thought i'd bring that up uh, if we
1: get it out there enough, then people will actually... Yeah, that's his normal
3: face. Yeah, Don't worry about it.
2: Like the picture with the Gowie girls, man. I'm like, I've, first of all, y'all know how I feel about pictures, right?
3: Yes. So yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I wasn't planning on taking that picture or being in that picture, but, but, but John was like, here, take my picture. So I took his picture and I posted it, handed his camera back to him, and of course, he's like, "All right, everybody, get around here." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> All right, so you know,
1: um, you were smiling on the inside for that one, though, right? Uh,
2: as Ken, as Ken Salice told me, here's or Saloway, or however you want to pronounce it, Salice. That's that's the proper pronunciation. But uh, he said, "I could tell you were smiling with your eyes."
3: <laughs> the, little, the little twinkle <laughs> right in the right in the corner of your uh, eye gave it away. No. Yeah, dan so. surrounded by all the gowie girls
2: <laughs> so all right that's enough of that so let's um gosh i don't know where do you guys even want to start man i'll tell you what here's where i want to start did you guys notice an, uh, an ever amazing lack of presence from any of the aligned guys
1: yeah where were they yeah, i saw it's... i saw sabo driving around in a golf cart a couple of times but i didn't see them out flying i didn't did they have a tent
3: i didn't see it nick I, tells me I they did do, yes i do think they have a tent but from what i saw it was kind of that same same thing as with all the vendors it's like five o'clock no oh, we're gonna
2: we're gonna get into that too
3: no one there but yeah and, and another thing with the aligned guys you notice that during the one competition every other single guy out there had Basically, a team of pilots supporting him. We're kind of cheering him on right there at the front row. When I saw that you know, Jamie Robertson go out there, I believe it was just uh, one other guy out there helping him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and, um, and his one flight wasn't.
1: It was lackluster compared to all of the other teams that were up.
3: There. Well, and I, I think so. Yeah, yes, and no. I think partially in his defense, though. His, his flight was spot on, but it was a very technical flight. Okay, yeah, you're Where, right.
1: Let me, let me take that back. He flew very precisely yes. and clean and technical, but he didn't, Have the he didn't fly for the crowd, Ex-
3: which is kind of what the one competition's all about. Yes, that's it. You're right.
2: I was surprised on the way home. I was looking through Facebook, and um, I saw that Colin Bell had posted something about Urchin. I'm like, wait a minute. Colin Bell was, was there. You know what I mean? I just didn't see yeah. any of the Align guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of them coming up and down the flight line, talking to anybody. Maybe, you know, and that that doesn't mean they didn't because obviously it was huge. And, yeah, so
3: much going on. You
2: know, uh, but I saw, I saw pilots from most every other team making the rounds in some fashion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw the team shirts. They're stopping in at various vendors, saying hi, yada yada yada. I mean, I I saw that. I just I didn't see. I saw one or two aligned T-shirts screaming by on a golf cart once or twice. That's about it. Yep. And,
1: and 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 while we're talking about that, of the of the teams that were represented, man, Gowie oh, brought man. the whole family. And, and they're and so damn friendly, too, dude. Mm. Bodos was yep. just out wow. in full force with his team.
2: You know, I thought Mikado was really good too. I I, I yep. talked to a bunch of the Mikado guys. I mean, they were, I saw them constantly going up and down the flatline when they weren't, mm-hmm. uh, when they weren't, uh, you know, doing what they needed to be doing, which was representing. But, um, you Know the galley guys, man. Did they bring it? They, oh, I don't know they how did. many guys. Holy cow, they must have brought a hundred thousand guys on the fun fly, dude. They were everywhere.
1: <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, man. Bodos takes the cake for uh, for creativity. Did any of you guys it. happen to I see, see it. his mobile um, yes. like tech support thing? Yes, so it's fantastic. He had basically what amounts to a big, beefy golf cart towing like a a flat trailer, right? Mm -hmm. And on this trailer, he had a 10 by 10 pop-up with a bunch of his team members in the back. And they'd basically just drive up and down the flight line (laughs) until they found a synergy owner that needed help tuning or was running into issues with their heli. And then they just stop and the whole freaking team would offload from this truck and just descend upon the 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 customer.
2: That's fantastic. <laughs> it That's was awesome. awesome, dude. Yeah. That's great. Um another thing that I want to talk about and by all means, you know, jump in and and talk about what you guys want to talk about as well, but I want to mention um Andy from Soko Heli Tools. Dude. Oh man. This guy is a workhorse. Did you? See, I mean, how many times? Take a guess. How many times do you suppose he gave his spiel?
3: Oh, I dude,
2: hundred times a day
3: and easy, yeah, easily. And then to how many people received it? Because most of the time, I'd look over there. It was a full-on clinic going on. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just one or two guys. There was a crowd of people around his table while he's giving that spiel. Yeah, yeah, he was on from from
1: morning to night. He really was. Yeah. And he never he never faltered on the explanation. I mean, he just kept saying it over and over to whoever was there that had the questions and helped them out. He showed him the new uh, the new Soko table on the iPad, <laughs> yep. which is freaking awesome,
2: dude. I I um, so would have been. I would have said after a day of that, I would have been like, "Look, here's the pamphlet. If you have any <laughs> questions, <laughs> just
1: let me you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be right <laughs> here." Well, and we joked about that, too, Dan. I know you and I at least were talking about this a couple of times where it's like, hey, dude, do you feel like you've said the same thing like 50,000 times? I know, right? And, you know, it is what it is. That's part of it. But he just he nailed it. The other thing was he's got good taste in music.
2: Yes, that did help. That did help. So, Andy,
1: next year, let us know where your camp because we wouldn't mind. Hanging out with you again.
2: At least he wasn't playing Britney Spears.
1: That is true. Uh, I
2: know Nick wanted to play it. He wanted to play Britney Spears so bad that he refrained.
1: We prevented him. Yep, <laughs> did. Barely. We dodged that bullet.
2: So, what else you guys want to talk about? My God, there's so much. So much to...
3: I, I got to talk about one thing. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but... I didn't buy a single thing at Urcha. Right. Really? I came home with that I that I purchased. I did come home with uh, uh, some stuff that I won or you know got in the bag when I registered, but that doesn't really count. But as far as Heli stuff goes, having all those hobby shops and vendors there, I mean we never get to walk through Heli Direct or experience RC, you know, those guys don't come to our local fun flies here. So to have that opportunity there at Urcha and I didn't buy a stinking thing.
2: I didn't either. Justin, yep. you barely did too, didn't you?
1: I bought twelve dollars worth of SAB Goblin canopy moose—that rubber crap <laughs> that goes around the edges so that I could clean Uh-oh. up my speed canopy. Other than that, I didn't buy a single that freaking it. thing. That was That was a big buy. <laughs> yep. And I went there saying, "Oh, dude, I, I've got to make an impulse buy. I really do." Something. And just I know didn't... you
2: were. I we were kind of kidding you. We were thinking that you were gonna. We were we were all, we all going to be limited to one helicopter on the way in, so we could pack out yeah, your yeah, five or six that you were going to get.
0: Yeah,
1: that's true. Sell. Nick was saying that it didn't happen, dude. No, man. Huh. I I mean, I did like you said, Jesse. I I was able to win something. I won a a Scorpion motor at the speed cup, which was Screw really cool. You. Seriously, and and I got uh, some tail blades some random 120 millimeter tail blades that look like they'll oh, yeah, probably yeah. be okay uh but uh, no one i didn't well, want well okay goddamn you know thing. what i wasn't gonna go there <laughs> dan, but let's go there <laughs> dan you got screwed i did okay that's that's point number one dan guys left urcha without winning a single a single
2: thing, thing. Not a damn thing. I mean, you didn't even, did you get like
1: the, when, when they do like scratch off on the back of your Dude. name tag, did you get like the 40% off the, the shrink sleeving or whatever? No, it was? I got
2: like a 25% off micro heli tail blades.
0: <laughs> 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 that is, to that is awesome. To, to add insult to injury. That is, <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be give we're gonna we're gonna be uh Taylor, I know you're listening. Trust me, you're you're coming up next, Bart. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, so so that was point number one. Dan didn't win anything. Uh point number two, Nick had a really good feeling. You guys can't see me right now, but my hands are <laughs> up in air quotes. Cause we sat there for like an oh, yeah. hour and a half. He was calling it. He's like, "Oh, dude, I'm feeling it. I I don't know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be big. I it's this is my time." <laughs> and Nick came out with uh, scorpion 450 sized motor, motor. Yep. Yeah, that that actually runs so hot that it burns up your 450. It burns up. <laughs> Cause I had a 450 with that motor and it didn't work out all that well. <laughs> uh.
2: What what did well we had some plans for it and I can't remember specifically I know uh a hot dog spit was one of the ideas. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: Um, we were gonna do a powered hot dog spit or yep. a rotisserie chicken there you spinner. Go. That spins yep. so
3: fast it just That spins so fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep.
1: <laughs> At one point we were asking whether we could directly attach a prop to it because it was so damn mm. hot out that we could fan ourselves. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So, but before we get to the, the, the horrificness that is Taylor,
2: you bastard,
1: let's, let's talk about, uh, someone else that we know in the local Pacific Northwest community. Uh, oh, I know where this on. is going. Okay. Adam. <laughs> Malloy. <Yeah>, Adam. <laughs> dude. Won. Big dude. It's huge. Like the grand prize. Of- like
2: $2,700 worth of shit.
1: Yeah. yeah, so so guys, for, for those of you who weren't there or haven't seen how they do this raffle, they've got it broken down into a bunch of different stuff. There's like the general raffle table, and then there's like the super Urcha member grand prize, and then there's the general member grand prize. The general member grand prize was like a, was it a Blade 700X mm-hmm. with like a DX9? A DX18, wasn't it? Wasn't it an 18? Wasn't it an 18?
2: I think it was. Oh, yeah. damn.
1: Yeah. Okay, so an eighteen, full set of servos, fly bar I mean batteries. Basically ready to fly. Just build it and you're ready to go. Got everything. Got everything. And Adam won. Yeah. It's like twenty five hundred
2: bucks worth of stuff. What a bastard. Yeah. Did you his his reaction was very I wish we would have had video of that reaction. Like call the number and it goes silent while everyone's scanning their numbers, right? And all of a sudden, you hear this little girl, like, yell. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's true. <sighs> yeah.
3: yeah. And he just, yeah. Uh, good, good on well, him, though. I mean, that's It's good to awesome. see that it went
1: to, went to a hometown guy. Yeah, someone we know. That's yeah. cool.
2: That was pretty cool, yeah. Although, I'm, I was with Nick, man. I felt it, too. I was like, homeboys do. You know what I mean? Hadn't won anything all week yet. I didn't, oh, a, I didn't even get a, I didn't even I didn't even get a shirt.
1: So Dan, you know how I've been taste testing a lot of different helis lately. Well, I think it's about time to try out a new flavor. I'm wondering if you've got any suggestions for me as to what to look at next.
2: Dude, did you not read Nick's review on the Blade 700X? Man, you've got to head over to Blade Helicopters and check out their new Pro Series helis.
1: Oh man, you're right. That 700 X looks like it's just the ticket. Well, I'm off to www.bladehelis.com to check out my next
3: flavor. I, I gotta say, say for myself, during that that grand, it was the general member grand prize. I wasn't feeling it. I'm pretty sure I had zero shot.
2: Well, that's because yours was in the. Uh... <laughs>
3: you want to tell so, that little story? Yeah, yeah. Why don't I? Why don't I fill some people in? So we're going. Uh, was it Saturday night? There's a dinner that's provided at Urcha, which I'm sure I think we mentioned. And when you go to get your your pilot raffle, they give you two orange tickets or reddish orange tickets and two green tickets. The green tickets are different. One has the numbers on it, and then one says food in huge letters. And so you're supposed to go through and take the tickets that have the numbers on it, and you drop those into the raffles that you want to be entered in. And then when you're going through to get your food, you're supposed to drop your food ticket in the box. Well, what I did was drop my green raffle ticket in the food box that has about... 1,200 other (laughs) green tickets in there. And so I got back to my seat with my dinner, still not realizing what had happened. And I just for some reason just thought, you know, I better check to make sure I got all my raffle tickets since we're sitting there. The raffle's probably going to start in an hour or so. And I go through my wallet where I'd placed all my tickets with the numbers on them. And I only had two reddish orange tickets left. And then I pull out my little envelope that you get when you register and look in there, and there sits my food ticket. Oh, no. (laughs) And so I I literally just, just dropped my dinner and went back to the box, and I must have dug through there for 45 minutes. I'm, you I'm, did because we, Nick and I. You guys
1: forgot. <laughs> we forgot you had gone to do it. And then you came out, came back without beer.
3: And we're like, dude, where's our beer? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, dude, I
1: didn't even go back to the tent. I've been
3: searching for. I, my tickets. I, I freaking. Okay. So there's, I don't know how many tickets were in the box at this time, but there was a lot. And I took two boxes and I literally went through the tickets, what I thought was one or two at a time. So I'm not sure if someone else like saw it and it's like, Oh, double the chances, you know, here we go (laughs) or, or what, but I was not able to find it. So sitting there when that green, uh, general grand prize was being called off having zero shot at winning
2: that sucked.
3: Yeah. I'm going to have to do a little bit. Do hey, at least next the ticket year. didn't go on <laughs> That—that—that one I went it. straight I'm, I'm to Adam first time around. I'm sitting there looking at Nick, going, "You know, if this doesn't—if the number gets called and no one claims it, I'm gonna be so pissed off. It's not. <laughs> i to be furious. Yeah. But it didn't, so all's well.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, on that topic, the—you the, know—one of the things I want to discuss is—is is the Saturday night dinner. I didn't know that was even part of the deal. Did you guys know that?
2: Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I knew you that. did.
1: Wow, I'm completely out of the loop. I was impressed. I mean, there were what did we say? I think I think I heard something like eleven hundred pilots or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, I don't think everyone is there at the same time, but mm-hmm. they had to have easily fed a thousand people.
2: Right. And yeah. they
1: had a lot of food. And it was good food too. Yeah. It was not crappy food. That and, comes with your registration yep, uh, cost, I those guess. Those
2: people that were that were dishing out the food, they had an amazing efficiency. Mm. That line moved quick.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true, dude. I had originally blown it off and said, eh, I'll go and get something at the trailer because I don't want to sit in line. And it turns out we were sitting in line for no more than five or ten minutes. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah.
2: Mm. It was, good. it was good. It was nice. It was nice, especially for those of us who stay at the field, and we're going to get into that in a bit too. That we brought all of our own stuff, you know, and it's, it's typically the same kind of stuff every day. To have a yep. nice meal was very. It was really nice. So should we? Uh, should we throw Taylor a little bit of shit?
1: I think we should. I think it's time. Yeah,
2: <sighs> he is such. I don't. And what a lucky bastard this guy! Who
3: invited him
2: anyway? I know, right? <laughs> God, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know all that he won. I do know that he got those two X threes because he did the build off. One he won it.
3: completely ready to fly. Yeah, and, yep. then, and then the gold edition, gold
2: edition, or limited, or whatever it is. And then, um, did he? God, he won a few other. He won some servos, I believe.
1: He won some. Uh, I think he won some MKS servos he won the 2x3s he won well he bought he bought an Invertix <laughs> twice. twice twice two Invertix <laughs> two Invertixes one he, he, he maidened and re-kitted it in one flight yeah he had other stuff and now i can't remember what it was but he dude he had a good haul yeah. oh he
3: got a um a charging case i
1: don't think he wanted i think he I bought think it. he but, bought
3: that yeah, I think he did. He too. came home with a pile of stuff between what he won and what he bought. I know we got like man. another
2: half a mile of gallon after we dropped his him and all of his shit off. Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, that's that's
2: cool. I mean, I was glad to see him win, but I'm like, man, homeboy didn't win anything yet. Yeah, share the love. Come I'm on, kidding, right? No, but uh, it was funny because you know we were they were Gowy was doing for those of you who aren't aware. Gowie did a a build off where there were I think. Think there were twenty? or Was there 10? ten? 10. ten. Five X
1: threes yeah. and five NX four gassers.
2: So and George, who was with us as well, was a runner-up, like a second runner-up or something to that effect, alternate or whatever they called it. Yep. So they, you know, th- that started all that started, and and um, we were getting reports. It's like, oh, it's not looking good for Taylor. Yeah. You know, he's like in the last place, but somehow he pulled it out, and he won. Yeah,
1: at one point, Phil and – no, not Phil. George came to me and said, Taylor doesn't have a chance in hell. Right. He's so far behind, he's never going to make it.
3: He's out of it.
2: Yeah. That's funny. And we got a pitch, since you just mentioned him, Phil, hot apple pie guy, a little bit of shit. He was doing the the Sky Hero races, the pylon races. (laughs) And he was smoking them. Man, dude, he was winning these – but he was lapping people, right? And uh, something weird. And he's like working his way up through the rankings and and um, uh, getting qualified for the final round. And he, he smashed it. He crashed. He drove <laughs> it in. Drove it in. And,
1: and he, then I think he also did the build-off with Taylor. Yep. But he chose or was given the NX4 gasser. And I th- I can't remember the exact story, but I believe he got it into a hover yeah. for about three and a half seconds. And then it died. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, he got to keep that, though, right?
1: He did. Yeah. Yep. They didn't know that ahead of time. They right. were being told that if they uh, finish if, it in three hours, if you finish it. it in three hours, you get to keep it. But apparently the whole plan. From the start was if you're even in the competition, you get to keep what you build, yeah. Whether you get it or not, it's fantastic, which is pretty cool. I yeah. mean, there, you know, that's that brings us to another another uh, topic, which I, I, you know, you hear about it, but until you actually get there, you just don't have an appreciation for the amount of product and money mm. that changes hands at this event. I mean, giveaways alone. You know ah. these these premier sponsors are paying an arm and a leg just to get a big tent center stage with Daily Power Hours um and their names plastered all over the banners and on the announcements and then on top of that they're giving away I'm going to venture to guess hundreds of thousands of dollars of product yep. collectively I mean not oh, any yeah, any one but You know, the scorpion was just everywhere. They they were before we did the the whole uh, raffle with the tickets. They just literally started throwing shirts and hats and and, uh, hoodies out. And I'm not talking like five or six. It was like a five or ten minute affair where there were crowds with their hands in the
3: air and stuff was just flying in every direction. Yeah. and during the during the pilot's raffle for Scorpion so instead of like calling off the items that Scorpion donated one at a time they're just calling off the motors in these huge lists of numbers for yep. all the motors that they that got donated
1: yeah and on the speed cup alone actually Scorpion had donated three or four motors I think and like 25 backup guards and a couple of the power stations. Yeah. I mean, SAB donated a full speed kit. Wow. It, it, it was impressive.
2: Lots, lots of stuff, lots of opportunity
1: mm-hmm. that Dan, you didn't I just didn't get capital. Yeah. None.
2: <laughs> I guess I should have taken my Elise over there and, and did a, uh, a speed run. Yeah, like, you I, should, I should have. I would, I would next have. year. I would have come in at a whopping 65 miles an hour.
1: And you know what? You still would have been eligible. Because <laughs> you competed. And you could have heard your name up on the mic. I know, right? And next, competing with uh, Alias Rush, Dan Reed. <laughs>
2: yeah. Making a fool out of himself. And they'll <laughs> call out your speed.
1: If you hit <laughs> the speed trap, they'll be like, 68 miles an hour. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Awesome. You guys ready to talk about the the amazing Swarm Party?
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, man.
2: So, all right. That was a, a Friday night Swarm Party, an event within an event. And if you go just for the Swarm Party, you will have not wasted your time.
3: No, you'll go back again.
2: Yep. So, it's a group of guys that make no money off of this. And it's all donation-based. And they make food, all kinds of stuff. They got music playing. Everybody shows up and proceeds to eat and drink. And, oh, my God, it was a lot of fun. And um, one thing, you know, that Justin and I were talking about it the next morning. Not to jump ahead so quickly, but I want to just bring this up. Everyone is like, oh, you thought last night was good. Wait till tonight. Remember that, Justin? Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, whatever. Dude. I Okay, so I'm not going to move move ahead that quickly, but what I, before we go there, the Swarm Party was, without a doubt, one of the key highlights of my experience.
2: Absolutely was. At Urcha.
1: Yep. And it was something that, for me personally was entirely unexpected i i'll be honest with you i'd never heard of it before yeah that's what i, I was just I was gonna not say up on urcha culture at all i just knew it was this big event with a slew of people that fly way better than me and prizes and that's all i knew about urcha and so when i started hearing about this a couple of days before i'm like okay you know i'm Okay, in theory, it sounds great. We're going to party. Yeah, we kind of do that anyway at our own fun flies. So I didn't really know what to expect. And then we started talking to the guys. We got a couple of them behind the mic. We started seeing you know, them cook and get stuff ready. And I had a feeling it was going to be good. But, man, it was <laughs> just awesome. The best thing about it, Dan, was for the most part, everyone involved in the party was being very openly social and what i mean by that was there i didn't see any clicks right it wasn't like oh the uh the compass guys are over there and the goblin guys are over there i mean there were there were some pros not all of them were there and 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 uh there were also some vendors and stuff like that but all of the different people just the normal, average, everyday guys and girls were out there and just hanging out and having fun. It was like the lights go down, the wacky-waving, inflatable-arm-filling tube man kicks off, and are <laughs> all waving. in the you same You just needed mom. another reason to say that. He was
3: working that in. <laughs> yep.
2: Now, you know, it was, it was incredible. I mean, so let's paint a picture of what this is about. Um, we did have them on, but, you know, they bring in, I don't. I don't even know... I think they said two or 300 pounds of chicken wings. Yep. Some of the best corn dogs I have ever experienced in my <laughs> the life. Best for the best. The
3: best in my life.
2: And those chicken wings were just amazing. Uh, apparently, there was like smoked pork and some macaroni and, uh, or, uh, was it macaroni and cheese, I guess? Smoked? Yep. Yep. It was smoked
1: mac and cheese. That was the only one I didn't get.
3: Yep.
2: Apparently, that went pretty quick.
3: Yeah, I'm guessing so. <laughs>
2: um, you know, and they work at this all day long. They started, you know, Friday morning. They're they're out there getting ready. And um, you know, we got to see like you said, a lot of a lot of folks showed up. I was a little a little disappointed. We're gonna talk a little bit about this as well. Uh Bobby Watts was there till the party yes. shut down. Thank um, you, Bobby. Nick Maxwell was out there, um till the party shut down. hmm Um but that you know As far as higher profile names, eh, didn't really see many of them out there. You know what I mean?
1: Which Uh, was surprising to me.
2: Saw some of the Heli Freak guys, they were out there having a good time. Mm -hmm. Um God, it was just it it was you know you know and the swarm guys are really kind of cut from the same mold as us. You know, I don't think it mattered that there were a lot of high-profile people there. That party, I really feel, is for, and, it's, and it is based on the history of it. What they told us, that party is is for the ninety-nine percenters. Yep, Th- those of us who just want to go and have a good time and aren't necessarily involved in the hobby. Except they for,
1: couldn't care less whether right. a single pro pilot showed up. Yep. Yeah, in fact, I got the impression talking to him. They couldn't care less if anyone showed up. They'd have the party with yeah. themselves and eat all the food. And, I mean, dude, that's us. That's right up our alley. I mean, you know?
2: Yeah, it was it was an incredible time. And, you know, I, I knew about it. I've, I remember reading about the Swarm Party way back, 2009, 2008. And, you know, it was uh, Rumballs and Swarm, you know? And I the rum balls were i you know they i thought that I'm not going to lie I thought they were going to be a little bit better than they were but you know they, they oh I loved them and I just you know Kelly took some pictures uh of Nick and Jesse <laughs> and it was that series of pictures where they're both kind of you know like they're looking at each other like go ahead you know it's like they're like waiting for the other to to yeah. to, to taste it and then the expressions <laughs> on the face is priceless uh, uh, they're rough. I'm not gonna lie. They're they're rough. They,
1: you just gotta choke a couple yep. down first to get the flavor, and then they
3: go down smooth. And you just keep popping them. Yeah. Yep.
2: And it was very nice of the Swarm guys to bring us a tray of rum balls while we were recording. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But, but the yeah. rum
1: balls were not the best part
3: of it. No. The best part of it was the hot wings.
2: The hot wings were good.
3: Yes. Oh man! And they
2: just kept making them. That's they, what
3: I was going to say. It seems like every ten minutes they had the little, you know, that little pan out there where they were mixing the sauce and the wings, and where people were grabbing them from. It seems like every ten minutes that thing was getting refilled, yep. just from eight o'clock till one in the morning. Hmm.
2: So definitely, if you hadn't been to and you're planning on it, and if you're staying in a hotel, get yourself a designated driver, and Plan to stay late, at least on Friday,
3: or, th- or throw a blanket and a pillow in your rental car.
2: There you go, <laughs> because you can't miss that. It, it's that much fun. That party was really amazing, yes. which leads us to you know the other party. Well, our party, which or the other night, apparently, yeah, our party. Yes. Well, here's the th- here's the I don't you know I guess, and we talked about this. Uh, Many times uh, on the way home and whatnot. The way we do things up here in the Northwest, and I don't know, I I get the impression that it's not just Urcha, I I think it's kind of an East Coast thing. Um, Everybody kind of goes back to their hotel rooms fairly early, right? We don't do it like that.
3: No. We
2: we show up. Not at all. The transmitters get put down. The helis get tucked away. The adult beverages come out and we can be up till three or four in the morning easily.
1: Yep. Just yep. having
2: a good time. That did not happen at Urcha. Well, at,
1: at tents other than ours
2: at tents other than, than ours. Cause, cause uh, yeah, Saturday night we were up till three 30 weren't we Or we were roughly thereabouts. Yeah. Three yeah, 30 or four.
1: Was... And dude, the, yep. you know, the freaking fireworks came out. Everyone watched it and literally like, you know the fireworks shows are typical, right? There are a couple here, there, and then it starts getting faster and more frequent. And as as it was kicking off into like the finale, you just see this mass exodus I know, of all golf the carts yeah, just- and cars driving out of the AMA site, and it's like, "What? Wait a minute, where's, where's everyone, everyone going?" Where's everyone going? Yeah. And literally, no later than ten o'clock, the whole flight line was dead. Dead. There was Black, nothing. Nick- dark no one was there
3: yeah nick and i jumped in a golf cart um after probably half an hour after the fireworks were done and pretty much ran up the entire length of the main flight line and there was nothing going on entire length of the main flight line urcha saturday night so So what we do we did it
1: RCHN style so
3: we i mean originally we had put the the audio equipment away but we couldn't let that happen so we pulled the audio equipment back out and our own party,
2: barbecued up a bunch of food.
3: Yeah, and, pork uh,
2: hot dogs. Music. We had
1: chips. We had adult beverages. Music.
2: It was a lot Those of, fun. of us
1: who were not drinking were doing night flying, uh, which was really awesome. We got a we got to see some really great night flying. Got to hang out with some new and old friends. And guess who showed up again? Hmm. Bobby. Watts. Bobby. What? Awesome. So, yeah, Bobby came yeah. and hung out with us.
3: I don't know. It, it kind of makes me wonder whenever. Okay, so Friday night we had just an awesome time. And then, you know, everyone was saying, oh, wait till tomorrow night. Wait till tomorrow night. Kind of makes me wonder, are they referring to the night flying, the fireworks? I mean, is that is that their reference? Just, I guess I'm just trying to gauge. It's got
1: to be the night flying and be. the fireworks.
3: I mean, and I'm going to go just, out on a limb here. And I think I,
1: people may not agree and may even get pissed, but the the night flying, okay, there were aspects of the night flying that were awesome. And I'm going to do a huge shout out here to Robert Sixth on Team Contronic and TDR, because his freaking programmable night blades oh, were the
2: shit. They were good. That was good.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. But other than that, the night flying and the fireworks were... Yeah. Ho hum
3: to me. Seems very I, sort of like motherhood and apple pie. Yeah, yeah uh, it seems very I, disconnected. Like there's fireworks going off on the background, and there's people sport flying helicopters in the foreground. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just kind of just. I mean, the definitely fireworks. You know, awesome. There's you could tell they put a lot of work into getting the fireworks prepared and just that whole production. There was a lot of time and money put into that, and it, it went off great, but. Yeah, for me, it was just kind of... It was okay.
2: Yeah. You know, it wasn't... It wasn't like I didn't enjoy it.
1: Yeah. But... But I feel like I could go next year and watch the fireworks from my tent while I'm grilling.
2: Yes, exactly. hmm Exactly. Uh, I don't know. That was a little disappointing, to, I think, to all of us, to to, to see how it just kind of shuts off. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, other than, of course, the swarm party and, and even on Thursday night, Wednesday night, kind of the same thing, you know, but just kind of the, the, the vendor tents, they shut down at five o'clock and you're like, Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, Hmm, what happens if I crash at five 30? Well, <laughs> you know? and, and yeah. think
1: about how much, how much additional money do you think they would make after people start drinking? yeah (laughs) i I mean i'm being honest here right it's simple business heli director experience stays open let's just say they stay open until eight or nine okay not no one's going to be completely pissed drunk but people they're going to start having some fun hanging out and wandering down to the vendor tent and making an impulse buy i mean that seems
3: like a no-brainer to me yeah. Well, and I think for for us, that, that could be one of the reasons why I didn't really buy anything at Urcha is exactly. we're pretty busy yeah. from eight to five. I mean, that's when we're doing our thing as well. And so, you know, we finally get done, maybe go grab some dinner, grab a couple beverages and everything else seems to be shutting down. So
2: That's true. I never really thought about that because had there been vendors open after seven-ish? Mm-hmm. We probably would have spent more time down there. Because during the day, we just didn't have much time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Ah. would love to have seen a vendor open later.
2: Precision.
3: Speed. Torque. And power. We'd expect nothing less out of a servo put on the market by a guy that pushes his equipment to the absolute limits flight after flight. If they're good enough for Burt, Then they're good enough for me. BK Servos. Keeping my heli feeling connected. www.bkservo.com
2: Saturday night rolls by, and, you know, our party was a nice one. It was nice to kind of get to... it It was intimate. We got to hang out with some listeners in a very... You know, it wasn't a huge gathering, but it was not small. Yeah, And it was fun. And then we all went to bed. (laughs) And then the idea was we were going to wake up in the morning and um, get some flights in because we hadn't had a chance to fly because we were pretty busy, which we all did. Um, Spent, I don't know, I think we got out there kind of late, later than we thought, right? (laughs) Okay. So there's not a lot of people around. Most everybody's gone. I mean, it's dead, right? And we're, we're going over some ideas that we had talked about well in advance of some shots that we want to get mm-hmm. on the way out. <laughs> so we're, we're kind of packing up and talking about that, getting everything ready. <laughs> and uh, so we come up with this idea to uh, do a little bit of uh, multi-rotor flying with a camera. Get some shots. Yep. Yep. And um, we learned a lesson. Let's just you <laughs> say can that. say that. You can. So I you know, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna do something to bring attention to yourself, who better to do it in front of other than the president of the AMA?
1: <laughs> and the president of Urcha. <laughs> and the
2: president of Urcha. Yeah. So we're pulling out
1: flying your multi rotor by them.
2: By them. Or right down, right down the main drive.
1: Right. Down, yeah.
2: So, okay. So, these guys are pulling the RV out. I'm behind. Uh, we're setting up a shot. I'm behind in my scooter, following them. And all of a sudden, the RV kind of stops. And um, so I kind of cruise around the front. And Jesse's like, "Yeah, I think we're. I think we got into a little bit of trouble.
3: I think we I think we got a problem on our hands here." I'm
2: like, oh. He's like, yeah, those guys, those, there were some guys kind of yelling at us. And so Nick goes over to do what he does best and um, talk diplomatically, you know, try to smooth things over. Justin goes over, does the same thing. And and um, <laughs> Nick goes, Dan, come here. And um, Dave Mathewson, you know, like, he's like uh, the executive director or some, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. High up in the AMA. Knows me by name. Uh, because of my affiliation with RC fly, we've had some teleconference calls with him in the past. <laughs> and, uh, so he called, I mean, by na- and he proceeds to chastise me <laughs> and I'm like, Oh man, this is not w- what I wanted to happen on the way out of purchase. So <laughs> we go through that. Everything, everything's as well that ends well, you know, not, not a big deal. Right. I mean, it, uh, they just had a bunch of questions whatnot. So, so then we, we continue out the drive to set up for the next shot. Don't really want to go into a lot of detail because we, 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 let's just say. You'll figure it out. You'll figure but, it out. You'll understand. Let's just say that we were drawing attention to ourselves. Yeah. However, we were in a what we thought was a fairly remote location
3: but nonetheless. Apparently not. Apparently not. It, it was insufficiently remote. Yeah, <laughs> yes. insufficiently remote. So and we were... some people definitely got a glimpse. Um,
2: <laughs> we had uh, <laughs> we had some guys stopping and just pulling out their cameras and taking pictures and then giving us the thumbs up and moving along. Some other guys just actually pulling over to come around and talk to us to find out what in the hell we were doing. You guys will all see that. Uh, don't My we favorite
1: to, one, Dan, was the people who were probably so embarrassed for us that they drove past at the same speed as if they didn't see a thing. Yeah. no eye contact.
3: Did no eye contact. Not want to look our way. they're just, <laughs> just like, they're just are like are keep these idiots. Moving, keep moving. Going. Keep moving.
2: <laughs> but that's going to be exciting for you guys to see that. And obviously, we don't want to give anything away there because that'll all be in a video that's going to be coming out. Uh, that was an exciting end to an otherwise great trip. We had um grabbed the attention actually one of the guys that we grabbed the attention was one of the one of the uh urchin guys wasn't it um mm-hmm. pulled over to find out what yeah. <laughs> we were doing yeah.
1: charles anderson the vice president <laughs> yeah. of Urcha.
2: so that was a lot of fun and of course uh the trip home actually felt like um we made good time it was pretty uneventful
3: um yeah that- That's one thing I was going to bring up is I'm not sure what you guys were complaining about on that drive over because that trip home. It seemed quick. Seemed to go pretty quick and smooth.
2: I think, I think, I think the trip there always kind of sucks because you're anxious to get there and excited. Yes. That's part of it. But the trip uh,
1: back didn't include random stuff falling off the RV. (laughs) Yeah. We made much better time going back.
2: That's for sure. Um, you know, it would be we we have to say, gosh, to Taylor and George, man, you guys rock! Thanks so much for helping us. It, big help throughout the whole week. It's fantastic. It was, uh, even though Taylor, you won everything, you bastard. Um, I don't think George. And won anything for that
1: reason alone, you will never come back with us. That's
2: right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, if anyone out there's interested in uh, next, day.
2: <laughs> I don't think George won anything
1: either. I, you know, that's, I'm mm. not sure. I feel like he won something, but he, whatever he won, just like us, pales in comparison to Taylor. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the only dude that, that did better than Taylor Dan, was the, that lucky bastard sitting right next to you. I know, the right? Drawing that yeah. literally in two consecutive ticket drawings, won two kits. Yep. A full 700 DFC Pro fully loaded and then the uh what was it oh the 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 TSA 700N infusion.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it gets an electric In like and a In like 1 minute. It's like, here's a fleet of helicopters for you. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, oh, man. No, that
2: that was a lot of fun. I mean um you know, next year it was good to get that first one under the belt cuz now we kind of know what to expect right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, we're definitely going to come up with uh ways next year to make it even better, come up with some funny ideas and whatnot. But, uh, like I said, the live stream, that's big on my list. Uh, Justin, what's big on your list for next year that you think we should be doing?
1: for next year. I, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is, well, okay. I, I got two things. I, I like the live stream. I'm, Absolutely on board with that. Next year, I want the integration between RCHN and the Swarm Party to be the next level. Right. We, I mean, we've already talked about it. We hit it off with those guys. We're already we talk we were talking about next year at the event with mm-hmm. the Swarm guys. Yep. We're still talking to them after the event's gone by. I, I feel like there's something big and and really cool there for for the coming urches, and then the second one is uh and and i i know i got a couple of you guys to roll your eyes at me maybe it was nick rolling his eyes because he's like oh great one more thing we're bringing the saturday night party back
2: i like because
1: Uh, yep you know that shit is unacceptable uh if it was a sunday night or a monday night fine go to bed but we're talking like saturday night dude that's party night, yep. and no one was there. So RCHN's bringing the party next time. How
2: about you, Jesse?
3: So I definitely think the live stream would be awesome, kind of piggybacking off that, because that, I feel like that'd give you know, the, the listeners a chance to be right there with us. Even though the shows weren't edited, it's just not quite the, not same. the same as that live. Uh-huh. It's happening right at that moment. You're experiencing it exactly at the same time we do sort of a thing. And then second, for me, this one's for me personally. I, I'm i going to get there earlier next year. This is not even a question in my mind. <laughs> yeah. A day and a half or a day and three quarters at Urcha is just not enough stinking time. So you for know, everyone else out there, remember that.
2: I think that's a great... I know we got there early. I would like... I don't know. if I would like to get there even earlier next year. I want to mm-hmm. get
1: there on Sunday or Monday.
2: Exactly. Because you know yeah. what? I want to use that day when we're not we don't have a lot going on to get some real flying in it, you yeah. know and just use that day to, to really go out and and chat with people and when you got the time and it's yeah. you know that would be a lot of fun
3: so the next thing was having some more help like i know it at, at our fun fly having kim and kayla there oh, basically man. dedicated to selling stuff was just a huge help and maybe you know something like that uh, in the future next year, the following years, but just allowing the four of us to maybe be a little bit more mobile throughout those eight to five um, hours and get out there and yeah. really get up and down the flight line. That's a good point. Interact with everyone. Yeah.
2: One thing um, that I would like to see too is um, of course we got to meet Bobby Barr from the RC Today show. Mm-hmm. I would like to see and I know we've talked I know that uh, Justin I think you've talked to Bobby about it but I think it'd be kind of cool if we could maybe get our tents a little bit closer and kind of, you know, work with those guys, um, to, you know, do something special. You know, I, I don't know what that would be. Um, maybe one special show where we're all up there, uh, at yeah. one time, mm-hmm. um, something like that, because I got to tell you, I had, I had a great time meeting Bobby and I really, uh, you know, he's so enthusiastic. It's just a lot of fun.
3: Yep. And, yeah, uh, he's
1: a really good guy. He's the real deal. I mean, I I agree with you completely,
3: Dan. Uh, you I think can, that would be a lot of fun. You can definitely tell he loves it. That's oh, a, that's absolutely. just the vibe I got. It was it was great chatting with him.
2: Yep, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Can't wait for next year already. Strangely enough, I was yeah. thinking that yeah. as we were going home. Yep. Like, I was I was looking forward to getting home and just being able to just kind of digest it, you know. Just think about everything because it was, man, there was a lot. There was a lot. It's like yeah, the, one,
3: one thing that I kind of keep thinking about is all the stuff that we brought to Urcha this year and we keep talking about wanting to get more involved and grow all the plans. What are we going to have to drive there next year <laughs> to support all of these ambitious <laughs> plans that we have?
2: I don't know, man. The hunt is already on for a big yes, tour bus. A tour bus. Tour bus. <laughs> Tour bus with a 20 yeah. foot trailer full of shit. If we yeah.
1: if we pay them enough, do you think they'll let us let us put the RCHN sticker on the side of it? Wrap the whole thing oh, and then just just peel it off after we're done.
2: Yes, they they will. I'm sure they
3: will, but they will.
2: I don't think that's gonna be in our budget though. We don't have
3: enough zeros on our bank account for
2: that. <laughs> no, it was uh it was a good time. And I really you know we've talked about this as well. The, the people getting a chance to meet listeners that we've been talking to or Facebook emails and some that we'd never talked to, but have they been listening to us, you know, since day one,
0: mm-hmm.
2: man, that was, that was, um, it was, it was really special to be able to, to interact with those guys. So, mm-hmm. so big thank you to all you guys that, that did, uh, stop by our booth and, um, and for your support, it, it means a lot to us. So, Thanks for that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Well, guys, any other parting thoughts before we're uh, done with the whole Urcha thing?
1: Yeah, I got a parting thought, and it kind of comes off of what you were just talking about. What, you know, one of the things that we did get to do, Dan, when people came to meet us was give out our citizen cards. Yes. Their citizen cards, actually. I know there are a lot of people that still don't have theirs. And uh, we're going to get those out in the mail here in the next week or so, we Mm -hmm. promise, because Mm -hmm. we've been getting hounded. And and quite frankly, it's justified. Uh, But it was really nice to see the people come and pick up their citizen cards. They were excited about them when they finally got them in their hands. And we got a bunch of new citizens to sign up too, which I thought was really awesome. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Sean White being one of them
1: yeah sure yeah dude sean white number 467 Mm -hmm. 471 one of those two something like that we'll we'll look it up that's okay he's not eligible for drawings though because you know he makes enough money the point where he can just buy whatever he wants right right to that end did you know dan that we're about to give something away i didn't you didn't huh well, oh. that's because Justin is just going to decide to randomly pull some <laughs> stuff out of his ass right now.
2: I don't know if we want to and give it, that away. It yeah. has to do. Put with it in the a biohazard cards. bag. Yeah.
1: Well, that's true. If I do pull it out, well, okay. Let me think that one through. Right. Or you can edit. I need a different intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so here's the deal. Uh, coming off of Urcha, there are a lot of people that were really excited about getting their cards. Chris Treby writes on his Facebook wall, picked up my citizen card at Urcha, number 12 bitches, and he was really excited. So, of course, what ensues is a load of, you know, comments. Oh, I didn't get my card. Oh, I did. Or when are they going to mail them out? Blah, 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 blah. Well, I want to take this opportunity to just pick the first person that put a citizen number in the comment on Chris Treby's uh, facebook post and they're going to get a free hat nice there we go so that is glenn thompson serial or (laughs) citizen (laughs) number serial number citizen number sorry i've got i got rockets on the mine here citizen number 109 glenn thompson you just want a hat so, please get in contact with us, uh, probably at dan at rchelionation.com.
3: Jesse's got dan, the th- yeah. Does Jesse. Jesse have the hats I got right all now? the hats. Okay,
1: you got the hats,
3: Jesse. Yep, so, send Jesse. me an email with your mailing address, and I will get that sent out. Congrats, Glenn.
2: And let me tell you this, the citizen cards. I have them in my possession. I've got all the mailing stuff here. This week, they are going to start being... Stu- I've enlisted some help to get this done. They're going to start being stuffed and um, sent out. I would say probably oh, on Monday they're going to start getting stuffed. So
1: This is really good. You know why, Dan? Hmm. Because I brought my parents' citizen cards home with me, and I still forgot my wife's. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> So, like, I I finally get a chance to sit down on the couch the next day, and my parents are like, did you give out all the citizen cards? Yes. Did you get ours? Yeah, actually, I did. So I pull them out of my wallet because you had actually given them to me, Dan. I wouldn't have remembered. Give them the cards. Oh, they're awesome. Look how cool they look. Blah, 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 blah. And then Marnie says, did you get mine? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, oops. oops, that's that's yeah. the second time that's happened oh, uh,
2: and you're a glutton for punishment. Oh, so wow. look for those mm. uh, to start showing up probably by the end of next week. I, I don't I probably am not going to ship them all out in one. I'm probably going to how many ever get done on Monday. Those will go out. However, many ever get done on Tuesday. Those will go out type type deal. Mm hmm. Uh, Because there's a lot of them. So, you know, we got to get them all stuffed and get some postage on them and uh, get them sent out. Uh, On that note, uh, we are left with quite a few shirts. Now, I don't know the exact inventory, but I do believe we have pretty much the standard sizes, quite a few of them, white ones in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, A few of the um, a Citizen in black, but those are very limited. I think 3XLs. Maybe a medium, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff. And, of course, Jesse's got the hats, so if you're looking for one of those, be sure to hit us yep. up, and uh, we'll get those sent out to you as well. One thing we haven't talked about in a while, and I want to go ahead and just kind of mention this too, uh, there is a digging In episode available. Uh, we haven't really been promoting it all that hard, but um, I believe it's number four, isn't it? Uh That's correct. And the topic is uh, troubleshooting, right? Troubleshooting one hundred and
1: one. Yeah, Nick and I walk through uh, this, and this is a long one too, Dan. It's not the the regular twenty or thirty minutes that the last three have been. So this a is a over an hour hour long episode. Yeah, where Nick and I walk through, quite frankly, what we both do best in our own professions, and that is troubleshoot problems and figure out, you know, what the issue is and how to solve it. And uh, we give you some, I think, pretty cool tools that not only you can learn from listening, but you can take with you in a supplementary tech tip to the field, either electronically or as a
2: printout. Mm-hmm.
1: So that when stuff goes wrong, you've got something there to to help jog your memory.
2: Do you want to know a little 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 something something? I actually, I do. I'm actually using that documentation at work. Are you? I am.
1: Well, so, cool,
3: dude.
2: <laughs> so, um, definitely, if you guys are interested in that, uh, it's a it's a great listen. You're gonna learn a lot, as you typically will with the digging in stuff. You can find that on our web page. Uh, if you go to the top bar there, you'll see um, you'll see a link that says digging in. You can also search that on either CD Baby or iTunes. And I think on CD Baby, I know you have to search it by Nick Len. Not necessarily the title. And I I don't know if it's the same on iTunes because I've not tried to search it on iTunes. I do know it's there on iTunes. I'm
1: pretty sure you can just search digging in as it's spelled with the I-N apostrophe with no G. I think that does come up now.
2: Yeah. Okay. So take a listen. I think uh, you guys will definitely get something out of that. Uh, Going back to the whole Urcha trip. I think it's important that we just give one more huge thank you to our sponsors for urcha and the, that of course is rcfly.org, progressiverc.com, uh, progressive uh, RCcom uh, and scorpion power systems and that's at scorpion system isn't it or systems.com yep, scorpionsystems.com scorpion. yep uh thank you I mean that means a ton to us and, and you know if you guys if you're doing some business with them uh, drop them a line and say, you know, give them the kudos for helping us out on that. Cause it trip wouldn't have been possible without them. That's a great way to show your support for us is just let those guys know that you appreciate it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And, uh, well, that's, uh, that's about it before we go, maybe some emails, Justin, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that?
1: You could send me an email at Justin at or
3: catch me on Facebook and Jesse you could send me an email at jesse at rcheleynation.com or Facebook as well.
2: If you wanted to get in touch with Nick, you could reach Nick at nick at rcheleynation.com. Uh, I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rcheleynation.com. Dan K. Read on the forums. Facebook messages work just as well for Nick and I. So if you wanted to get in touch with us that way, that'll work. I do believe that about wraps this one up, guys. This has been episode 150. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, and uh, we'll see you next Monday.
3: Later, guys. Have a good week, and get in some flying.
0: Take it easy, guys. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation, LLC, and is brought to you by KDE Direct, Soko Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Genesys batteries, Blade helicopters, BK servos and Rotary Wing RC. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email.